0: Gather, gather near the doctors in the house so then them your
1: hey ladies and gentlemen the doctor is in the house this is dr ron host of dr ron unfiltered uncensored now in our sixth year and i really need duct tape to keep my head from exploding from the lies and deceptions that are going on every Every day since this scamdemic started. Ladies and gentlemen, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And I welcome you with an attitude of gratitude. And I just keep asking myself... Why do we only practice this during the holidays? Having an attitude of gratitude makes you happier, but did you know it can also make you healthier? Why? Because the reason is because a feeling of gratitude makes us see things from a more optimistic point of view. Being optimistic has been shown to lower your blood pressure. How about that? Help you get a better night's sleep and increase longevity. It also helps us back bounce back faster from Situations that are quite stressful, and it can make us kinder. We become more trusting, more social, more appreciative. As a result, it makes us friendlier and even deepens deepens our existing relationships. So, great reasons to be grateful, ladies and gentlemen. So, well, I've been away for a bit. Been up in the Philadelphia area, moving someone from a independent living to assisted living, and that is a whole nother story that we have to tell when we get the right people. It's a really an incredible story, uh, but we'll get to it and we will tell it because uh, maybe the information can help you help a loved one uh, going through that situation. Let's start off with this week's numbers. The number of reported adverse events among all age groups following the COVID jab surpassed 350,000. Not my numbers, but the CDC numbers. And they come from reports submitted to the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. And remember, this is only about 10% of people and doctors report to it. Most doctors don't even know about it. They don't even know about theirs. But every Friday, their numbers become public. And data released last Friday showed <coughs> uh, statistics between December 14th and June 11th, 358,379 total adverse events were reported. How many deaths? 5,993. That's an increase of 105 over the previous week. There were 29,871 serious injury reports. That's up from 1,430 compared with last week. And of those 5,993 deaths reported as of June 11th, 23% occurred within 48 hours of the jab. I don't want any of you calling it a vaccination anymore. It's a gene-altering jab. It doesn't prevent you from getting this disease, and it doesn't prevent you from transmitting it. So, 23% occur within 48 hours, 16% occur within 24 hours, and 38% occurred in people who became ill within 48 hours of the jab. The most recently reported death was a 15-year-old male. He died one day after getting the second dose of Pfizer's jab. A 15-year-old male who received Pfizer and a 16-year-old male who reportedly suffered a hemorrhage and died four days after receiving a Pfizer vaccine. They say an autopsy is pending. Other deaths include two 15-year-olds, a 16-year-old and a 17-year-old. 974 reports of anaphylaxis among 12- to 17-year-olds with 48 with 98% of cases attributed to Pfizer's jab, 1.4% to Moderna's, and two tenths of a percent or two cases to J&J. 109 cases of myocarditis and pericarditis, which is an inflammation of the heart and the lining of the heart. 108 of those 109 attributed to Pfizer. 24 reports of blood clotting disorders, all attributed to Pfizer i could go on and on ladies and gentlemen Guillain-Barré syndrome bell's palsy so is it safe and effective as the talking heads will have you believe is it safe and effective every week i try and bring you those uh, statistics and I want to tell you something that just happened, and you're not hearing it any, on any news. It just happened today. June 23rd, 2021, the World Health Organization issued new guidance on childhood vaccinations. The WHO's current advice for parents who have plans to get their children vaccinated is to await further investigation of the vaccines. They said, quote, children should not be vaccinated for the moment. There is not yet enough evidence on the use of vaccines against COVID-19 in children to make recommendations for children to be vaccinated against COVID-19. Children and adolescents tend to have milder disease compared to adults. However, children should continue to have the recommended childhood vaccinations when they... The WHO guidance does not exactly correspond with the CDC, does it? Remember, the CDC is in business to sell vaccines. That is their business model. The CDC recommends everyone 12 years of age and older get the get the jab. We'll talk more about these children experiencing heart inflammation. In significant numbers when compared to the minute risk that SARS-CoV-2 virus poses to young people. So they say, oh, there's only 100 and some people or there's only that, this many, that many children. But if they would not have gotten the jab, the chances of them getting this sick just for experiencing the virus was minuscule. more than 300 cases of heart inflammation over, after the jab have been reported in young people across the. US. NBC actually reported that. You know you need you really need duct tape because see yeah the Facebook is censoring everything YouTube is censoring everything. No one's getting this information out. This is the ADE, the antibody-dependent enhancement that has been known to make things worse. The CDC is not going along with WHO for now. How about that? Uh, I just have to get in my breath when when I see when I see this stuff and what are we are exposing our children to and guess what if you go to newstarget.com you'll see a uh, a, a piece there where Fauci knew phony Fauci knew back in early 2020 that covid vaccines threatened to enhance disease phony Fauci emails that's where this was found and it's blowing up in the phony man's face. He was asked by the University of Chicago Research Associate, Associate William Bukema on February 28th of last year about why vaccines still in the early testing phase could not be used for emergency purposes to keep everyone safe. Fauci said... Fauci's response was to instruct the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases Deputy Director Christina Cassetti to inform Bukema that the jabs are basically promoters of disease. He knew it then. Mention the risk of enhancement, Fauci told his director to respond. I thought the whole purpose of these Chinese injections was to decrease disease, not increase it. And phony Fauci says, follow the science. Yet all the science, including his own words, indicate that getting jab will only make things worse, not better. So when you got your jab, did they tell you that this that you could get worse? The pharmaceutical companies, they say in this article that they did everything they could to obscure the risk of ADE from its clinical trials. But the emails clearly show that Fauci knew about it. If you mention this on any social media, you would get tagged and, and banned. But everyone should have known that ADE is a significant risk. And remember, Fauci spent billions of dollars of our tax money on this on the on this uh, vaccine. And every day that goes by, it becomes clear that Fauci is responsible for this virus and this pandemic, and the vaccines the economic fallout how many millions of injuries and deaths and teenage suicides and and i mean it's past veteran suicides which is a tragedy in itself so these early Emails of Fauci, coming back to haunt him. Let's see what happens. The highest paid bureaucrat in the nation. Highest paid bureaucrat. Been in business a long time. And what has he really accomplished? Remember, ladies and gentlemen, Gary Mullis, you know, he invented the PCR test, and he said he could, it wasn't made to be diagnostic, was not meant to be diagnostic. Let me just share this with you. In Europe, 27 countries make up the EU, huh? COVID-19 vaccine adverse drug reactions, 15,472 dead. 1,509,266 injuries through June 19th of 2021. That is reported in the European Union's database of adverse drug reactions for COVID-19 shots. And as I said, Gary Mullis, who invented the PCR test and said it should not be used as a diagnostic test and calls out Fauci 30 years ago during the AIDS epidemic. Calls him out then. He wanted to see the virus. They wouldn't supply it to him. He says in videos that you can find on CloudHub. That 100,000 people were killed by the Fauci drug AZT. And that Fauci and Gallo were colluding. And Gary Mullis, a Nobel Prize winner. A Nobel Prize winner. Found dead of pneumonia. A year or so ago. Here's another thing. Did you read about 4,000 fully vaccinated people in Massachusetts test positive for COVID 19? How about that? This jab. This jab. Got to catch my breath on this stuff, ladies and gentlemen. And now we find out that the CDC changes is now changing the rules for counting breakthrough cases as more fully vaccinated people test positive. You've heard it here before. I told you that almost it was 90 some percent false positive with the PCR test because they were spinning it so rapidly and this this um amplification. They were spinning it at 40 cycles, 35 cycles per second. That was recommended by Fauci and the CDC. Cycle thresholds. That is the number of cycles needed to amplify the tiny viruses or viral RNA to any detectable level. Remember, the labs were doing 35 to 40 cycle thresholds. Of of course they were finding positive upon positive and positive. and that's what you heard on the television every day. How many new cases that most of those people never had the virus? Now guess what? They're lowering it to 25 to 34. So, the lower threat, lower cycles, the less positives. Are we being played, ladies and gentlemen? And remember what I told every one of our listeners that a year and a half or so ago your vaccine is inside, it is your immune system. Keep your immune system healthy. I I called it a superior interior. And you'll get through this don't watch television don't be fearful because fear makes us sicker and these vaccine breakthrough numbers are probably higher than what i just said because the surveillance system the var system is a passive system it relies on voluntary reporting So countries like Sicilies and Chile, where they're starting lockdown, even though almost 100% of their populations are shot with this jab. And most of them have received two doses. California is experiencing thousands of breakthrough cases. What are we to make of all that? And to to top everything off, Pfizer confirmed that COVID vaccinated or COVID is not a vaccine. COVID injected people can shed the spike proteins and harm the unvaccinated. That's why we're hearing about 60 year old women has restarting their periods. 12, 14 year old children having heavy periods, clots. Why? Because A new study has confirmed that people who have been vaccinated against COVID produce excessive spike proteins that are capable of passing the blood-brain barrier and causing irreparable damage to the brain. And documents from Pfizer warn that vaccinated people actually shed these excessive spike proteins, putting the unvaccinated at risk for harm. I told you about this. Do not go near someone who has just recently been vaccinated, especially if you're not vaccinated. You will get sick. You will get the spike protein. In the latest issue from America's frontline doctors, AFLDS, they warned how spike proteins resulting from this experimental Experimental, not approved, never been tested. The people getting the jab are the rats. They are the experimental guinea pigs. If you get this jab, you have the capacity to pass. Through the blood-brain barrier, and we've talked about prion diseases like Alzheimer's, ALS, multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's. Number two, be shed by the vaccinated, bringing about sickness in unvaccinated children and adults. And three, cause irregular vaginal bleeding in women. Don't you think we should take a pause and see what the heck is going on and listen to some of the other scientists that say that have told us we reached herd immunity a long time ago? And you know, it really takes years before you know something is safe. We all know about thalidomide and atramid S drugs have been around and everybody was using them only to find out the serious side effects. We really don't know the long-term health implications on our body and our brain. And how about the young people? We're injecting the spike protein. When you hear people say you're going, they're, they're transmitting a virus, they're not transmitting. There's no virus in, in the uh, Pfizer or Moderna. It's a spike protein. And we're shedding it. And the SALK Institute has found the spike protein in, in organs outside of the area in your arm where it is shot into. If these problems we're seeing are documented with because of this spike protein, how are you gonna we gonna reverse these, the effects that are already taking place in the people that got the shot? And these are not conventional shots. These spike proteins along with the lipid nanoparticles have the capacity to pass to your brain. We really don't haven't had enough time to know if there is going to be and what kind of brain problems were ensue. How about the British airway pilots who who died from blood clots after getting their second dose. You wanna fly on a plane where the pilot has a chance of getting a brain clot and dying? i read and I haven't confirmed it that Spain is advi- advising people with, uh, that have been fully shot not to fly because of the chance of blood clots. So risk. From the penetration of the spike protein into the brain can be chronic inflammation and thrombosis, which is clotting, which could, can contribute to tremors, chronic lethargy, which is fatigue, stroke, Bell's palsy, Lou Gehrig's disease type symptoms. And this artificial spike protein, they say, can bind, to, can bind up, can attach to brain tissue 10 to 20 times stronger than the spike proteins that you would get naturally as part of the virus. And these experimental jabs produce millions of spike proteins in those that receive the jab and because they produce so many of them they can shed them and transmit them and if you're in close contact with them the the contact can get disease from them so you you know you this is why you need to be informed you're not going to get it on the uh, on the uh, msm or uh, whatever news you listen to cnn Athletes going down, kids going down with heart disease and heart attacks. One teenager said, the one who had the heart attack after the Pfizer shot, I'd rather have had COVID. And the mother of a child who suffered severe heart damage said she was completely clueless that this could be reported to the vaccine adverse event system. Lara Malozzi, her 18-year-old son David, was hospitalized with myocarditis on June 10th, just 48 hours after a second dose of Pfizer shot. They felt pressure from the their their peers. Why you, weren't you getting vaccinated? So they did it. Their son got the va- the vaccine, which is not a vaccine. Got the gene therapy without telling their his parents. after david got his second shot he had headaches nausea no appetite fever chills and then severe pains on the right side of his body 104 degree temperature then he was having pain in his over his heart area and couldn't breathe was treated in the emergency room. She told the doctors he was having an adverse reaction to COVID vaccine, the COVID injection. They were ignored for hours because doctors are not keeping up with anything having to do with these shots. They let the kid go home. She brought him back the next day. And this time she did not mention the shot. And they immediately took him back and did a cardiogram and ran scans. And they said the results were consistent with a heart attack. She was told that her son had profuse heart damage. Fauci and the team of bureaucratic scientists don't want to hear this. Why are they Doing this to us? Why are they so invested in the vaccine? You know, uh, phony Fauci didn't. He came, he he knew all about hydroxychloroquine years ago. He said it was great for viruses, and then he flip flops. Remember, I told you he could be working at the International House of Pancakes. He flip flops and lies. Why did he not look into ivermectin? Which is a worldwide drug. Which is a drug the WHO says every should, is, is a every physician and, and uh, government should keep in in, in uh, reserve because it's so good. So instead of advising physicians to use ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine at the first sign of COVID, he demonized it and. Politicians all over the United States demonize it, and physicians didn't have the testicles to, pre- to prescribe it anyway. There have been re- reports that 150 to 200,000 lives could have been saved if hydroxychloroquine was used early. Is the danger the vaccine or is the danger the COVID? Even the inventor of the Moderna MRNA said it, it should be, we should we should halt things for now. The inventor. says we should halt things. Dr. Robert Malone, he invented the vaccine platform. He has grave concerns about the lack of transparency, side effects, and censoring of discussion. Remember, science has never settled. But but Zuckerberg and uh, uh, the guy from Amazon, Bezos, they... The, the, they're they're becoming trillionaires because of this this the, these uh, uh, this virus. You know, and this spike protein goes to your child's ovaries and your and to men's testicles. Do they really want to lock out humanity? Do they really, like I said in in two of my programs on a title, a crisis in humanity, do they really want the human race to stop? You know, miscarriage rates among women who get the shot within the first 20 weeks of pregnancy is 82%. In Israel, they they have data that shows that Boys and men between 16 and 24 who have been vaccinated vaccinated have 25 times the rate of myocarditis than normal. These are investigational injections, not authorized, not fully approved. They should never have been approved because there was safe and effective remedies, but they've been censored and suppressed. Why? Why is this happening? Why has there been a deadly attack on long proven COVID treatments? In 1985, 86, in Harrison's Principles of Internal Medicine, which all medical students use, Fauci wrote that hydroxychloroquine worked as an antiviral agent despite being an anti-malarial drug. You know, in 85, 86, there was no COVID. But he said it had antiviral properties. Does he have Alzheimer's disease? Does he have dementia? Did he forget this or did he lie? That was 35 years ago. He says, "Follow the science." Where's is, who? Who is he following? I think he's following the money. He's a loyal friend of the drug industry, and he has no problem following any science that conflicts with the industry's inter- interest. If it doesn't coincide with the drug industry interest. He doesn't follow it. That's the way he follows science. But Dr. Zelenko in New York, he became famous because he used the cocktail of hydroxychloroquine and zithromycin, and very successful at it. And Dr. Renault, in France, he, he discovered his usefulness. Treated 1,000 a, a patients and 99% recovered. There are other, thing, other articles that go back and show that Fauci, the flip-flopper, Lie to us about all this and he blocked hydroxychloroquine despite what the science was saying but it was against his buddies at moderna and pfizer and his remdesivir and whatever patents he owns i don't even know them all he's a follower of the science hypocrite Maybe hydroxychloroquine was too safe, too cheap. $60 versus $3,000. Fauci suppressed all this. Why all the lies, disinformation and information suppression, ladies and gentlemen. Why? Because the whole endpoint of all of this discussion with phony Fauci was for the vaccines. That's where the money is. No trials, no expensive trials that cost millions of dollars to run. You know, we'll just let the people be the trials. You know, former President Trump Administrator Peter Navarro had 60 million tablets of hydroxychloroquine that Tony the phony Fauci wouldn't allow the American public to use. And Navarro wanted to get it out anyway, but you know the FDA and other bureaucratic alphabet soup Organization refused to issue an emergency use authorization. So does Fauci, the FDA and the CDC, do they have blood on their hands with all the people that could have been saved that were not saved? There's a mountain of evidence for this, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't believe me, there's a website. How about that? HCQmeta. HCQ, M-E-T-A, meta.com. You'll see thousands of studies. Dr. Harvey Risch of Yale University, he made this observation in 2020. Hydroxychloroquine is a political drug, not a medical drug. It got involved with the propaganda that Fauci started. You see why we need duct tape, ladies and gentlemen? Why we need duct tape around our heads? Because we're being lied to. In fact, I heard a story the other day that uh, uh, Snow White, Superman... And Pinocchio were walking through a, 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 a carnival. And there was a, there was a beauty contest. So Snow White said, I think I'll go in. She came out happy as could be. They said, why? Well, I won first place. So, That's great. And they came to another one. It was a strongman contest. So Superman said, I'll go in. What the heck? So he goes in. He comes out happy. How Did you win? He said, sure, I won. No problem. Pinocchio. He goes, there's a, he says, there's nothing for me. And then they come across a line contest. He said, I got this, this is in the bag. He goes in, he comes out depressed, head hanging low. He said, he said, did you win? He said, no, but who's this guy Fauci? You know, that's, that's where we are today, ladies and gentlemen, that's where we are today. The inventor of mRNA Malone says we should we should take a stop at this thing. The inventor, a Nobel prize winner of the PCR test, said it was it was not meant to diagnose. And yet in the beginning of this whole thing, the PCR test was run rapidly and at a high thresholds, guaranteed to be positive. Now that vaccinated jab people are turning up positive, they're going to lower it now. So you don't get so many positive cases. I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, if I had a teenager, young child, uh, you would have to think a hundred times about getting them vaccinated. They don't get that sick when they get the jab. All right, I've been going on a long time. I just want to mention about the this uh, variant you're going to hear about because it goes along with the fear-mongering and the endless top-off injections you're going to have to get to, to, for all these variants that are going to come up. And when we have the flu season and the in- antibody dependent enhancement kicks in, they're... They're not going to blame it on the shots. They're going to say it's the variant that kill people. Well, there is a variant, and there always is variants in in uh, in viruses. They learn how to manipulate us, you know. But a virus needs a human being; it needs live cells to 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 make us sick. And if it kills everybody, it's not good for the virus, is it? And as I said here, this new variant is from India. It's called Delta. Don't be surprised if they they try and lock us down again. You know, Chile has one of the highest COVID jab rates in the world. 58% of the population have received two doses. 75% have received their first dose. You know, Santiago, Chile is locked down as of June 10th. Because why? They have the highest COVID-19 case number since the beginning of this scam The Public Health of England states that uh, FI- uh, Pfizer's uh, uh, shot is 88% effective against the Delta variant. AstraZeneca's shot, about 60% effective. if you had one of the one of the two shots maybe you have a 33% according to this agency 33% protection generally viruses that mutate are more transmissible but less deadly but you know what the variants according to scientists, are, are unlikely to pose significantly differing risks to people with natural immunity. Because your immunity is based on your T-cells, and our T-cells, our own superior interior, they can recognize and attack the variants. And those variants could be up to 80% dissimilar. But this variant, at most, is three-tenths of a percent dissimilar. So our innate superior interior T cells could easily recognize us and protect us against this variant. So the fear will start again. The fear will start again, ladies and gentlemen. But don't lose heart. That's the third aspect of fear. The fourth aspect of fear is fear as a personal and collective responsibility. They, they'll they be out there saying you have to get more shots because you, you have to protect your family and the people around you. But how about Chile with all the shots? They have the highest COVID rate they've ever had. Fear is a powerful emotion. And whether we're conscious of the fear or unconscious of the fear, that fear will have powerful results in our lives and in the world around us. So we have to take responsibility for ourselves. There's always more than one path and our innate ability to resist viruses and bacteria will be better than the shot in my opinion. But fear with increased cortisol levels makes us vulnerable. And fear is a Aspect as to control. It is a means of control. If you want to control someone, all you have to do is make them feel afraid. Stop. I continue to tell you stop watching the television. They're gonna start again, gonna try and lock us all down again. Mark my words. And just know that in Florida, they determined 21 pathogenic bacteria on kids face masks. And that's not, these surgical masks that everyone's inhaling the microplastic from these masks so get ready for mass lockdowns and everything else from and they'll keep having continual variants because the Present bureaucrats, including Phony Fauci, do not believe in your innate ability to do anything. You need expensive drugs. You need and then you need drugs for the side effects of the drugs you're taking. And then you need another pill for the side effects of the two other pills you're taking. are we really free is this the new America do you like it it's only been 16 months and look at all the freedom we lost and I think dr. Wong if you go back and look at his podcast I think it was from 2017 He predicted in the last six minutes of that podcast, I think it's podcast 289, I could be wrong, but I think it's more like I am right, 289, that the CDC would have power to suppress U.S. citizens. The scientific evidence we have today is not publicly debated. It is suppressed. So why isn't it debated, debated and examined? What are the, is everybody afraid of? Dr. Peter McCullough, I talked about him last week. I'll talk about him again. He is quite unambiguous about warning that people are that, that are far more knowledgeable than phony Fauci have other things to say about these shots. He said that Fauci is a medical bureaucrat whose lifetime work has been to maximize the profits of the pharmaceutical industry. 50,000 Americans dead from the jab. We're going to force people in the United States to get vaccinated? Is the army going to come into your house and tie you up and jab you? It's not out of the question. Not out of the question. McCullough agrees with me because he says the fear of the virus was used to very quickly generate policies that would impact human life and lockdowns. And he agrees with me that the suppression of early treatment was tightly linked to the development of the shot. He calls it bioterrorism phase one. You know, speaking about that, you know, I had a thought the other day that more people, when they go to buy a car, a new car, a used car, they go to different websites and, and they do a lot of research with how much they should pay, Uh, get the history of the car, uh, look into financing. So my thought was that people spend more time buying a car than they did investigating this shot that went into their body and can't be drawn out again. This spike protein will never come out, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry to tell you that. So what is the end game, huh? So is there another phase we're going through? Is there going to be another variant and another variant and another variant? Where was the safety monitoring for all these shots? I didn't know. I didn't hear one. No, because it went from the computer to your arm. There's no critical event committee. No data safety monitoring board. Is there a human ethics committee which would have informed you of all the risks and dangers of taking these jabs? And that's what you need if you're going to have an investigation for an experimental jab. So ladies and gentlemen, well, I can't wait to him back to when I can talk about sunscreens and how to be healthy and, uh, and we'll do that because, you know, health is not just not taking drugs or not, you know, just taking something to hide a symptom. Oh, I got a drug for that. Well, then the pain goes away. Oh, I'm healthy. But symptoms, symptoms like pain. Your body's telling you something. You got to get to the cause so you can adjust and treat. Oh, you know, I'll take a Tylenol. I'll take an ibuprofen. I'll do that for a fever. But why do you have the fever in the first place? Is it because it's the first thing your body's telling you that there's inflammation going on someplace? So just because we can shut off symptoms is that health? Is health just the absence of symptoms? How many how many how many people die from drugs every year? Any idea? In 2011 doctors wrote 4.02 billion prescriptions for drugs in America. 13 prescriptions for every man, woman and child. You see why they can buy any, any politician they want? Back in 2000, it was concluded that medical drugs were killing 106,000 per year, a million deaths every decade. And that's a conservative one, and I'll have updated statistics on that. And that's only reactions that occur in hospitals. How many occur in outpatient settings? You know, it also, there's an estimated of 350,000 adverse drug reactions just in nursing homes. Okay, so this is Dr. Ron. I'm the host of Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Just getting you up to date. And uh, I do have two programs I must bring to you. One of them is Dr. Wong, where we discuss blood transfusions and organ donations And the lies and deception associated with codeine and the jabs. And the other with Professor Peskin to give you the real lowdown on marine lipids and fish oils. And how they help your cell membranes to take in oxygen and get rid of toxins. Because your cell membrane is really the, the brain of your cell. So we'll, we'll get that done. I've sort of been busy the past couple of weeks, like I said, up in Philly. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Uh, thank Dr. T for monitoring our program, making sure our sound is good, because we have had problems. And uh, we will play this again at 4.15. So thank you, everybody. Have a great day. This is Dr. Ron. See you next time.
0: For the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. And it's all about good health. He's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week. When the doctor is in the house. or When the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house So if you have a pain, call the doctor If you have a strain, call the doctor Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house See you next week.